Assalamu alaikum, peace be unto you, and welcome to the Male and Female Relationship Series, presented by the Student Southern Regional Representative of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam, Student Minister Abdul Sharif Muhammad. This series is brought to you by Supreme Spring Water, Live Supreme, Be Supreme, Drink Supreme, Supreme Spring Water. And now let us begin our discussion of today's episode of the Male-Female Relationship Series, and it is our humble prayer that it will benefit you in your spiritual growth and development. Assalamu alaikum and Ramadan Mubarak family and welcome back to another episode of the male and female relationship series. Whether this is your first time tuning in or you're a returning viewer, we are glad and we're excited to have you tuned in with us because today is going to be another amazing show. But before we go any further into our program, we are taught in the nation of Islam to pray before we do anything. And we cannot talk about promoting healthy relationships without praying to the God who is the foundation of healthy relationships. Is that right? All praise is due to Allah. So at this time, family, please assume a position of prayer most comfortable for you, and we pray. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, all praise is due to Allah, the Lord of the worlds, the beneficent, the merciful, master of the day of requital, thee do we serve, and thee alone do we beseech for help. O oh Allah, guide us on the right path, the path of those upon whom thou hast bestowed favors, and not the path of those upon whom thy wrath has been brought down, nor those who go astray. Amen. Once again, assalamu alaikum family and welcome back to another episode. I am your co-moderator for today, Brother Ryan X. And I'm also your co-moderator this evening for slash afternoon, Sister Sabbath Muhammad. Praise be to Allah. And we would like to welcome all of our guests. As my brother Ryan said, whether this is your first time or you have seen the episode wow. time and time again, we'd like to welcome you all to the male and female relationship series given to us by our illustrious and amazing student Southern Regional uh, Minister of the Southern Region, Sudan Regional Minister Abdul Sharif Muhammad. Once again, we would like to welcome you all. And the theme for today is love, the, excuse me, love, the force that binds us. Once again, love, the force that binds us. Mm. And without any further ado, to represent our illustrious student minister, we are here to present student regional, excuse me, student assistant regional minister, David Muhammad. Assalamualaikum, brother David. Wa alaikum salam. All praise is due to Allah. God is the greatest. In the name of Allah, who came in the person of Master Father Muhammad, to whom praise is due forever. In the name of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, Allah's servant, the Messiah, the exalted Christ, 
In the name of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, Allah's anointed servant and representative in our midst, the national representative of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, the anointed Messiah among us today, I would like to greet you on behalf of the Student Southern Regional Representative of the Honorable uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan, Student uh, Regional Minister Abdul Sharif Muhammad, who represents uh, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan in the South, and we thank Allah uh, for him and for his vision um, for uh, the male-female in relationship uh, series. And we thank Allah uh, for uh, Student Regional Minister um, and for his work of helping the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan uh, to um, help strengthen our relationships. Because how are we going to have a strong nation if we don't have strong families, strong marriages? And so, Minister Sharif, you know, following the guidance of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, is working to help us build that strong foundation in terms of our love and unity in the home. You know, and so in his ministry class, Minister Sharif uh, tells his uh, students in the ministry that we should be ambassadors of love. Hence, you should get your ambassador of love pen that you can order as well. <laughs> so, but we should be, we should learn how to represent love to each other as from husband to wife, from wife to husband. And so really building that foundation of a strong family unit. So we just thank you for tuning in, sacrificing your time on another Saturday, we hope that you will fully benefit from what will be shared. I look forward to uh, to the broadcast, and I really thank uh, Minister Sharif for always putting the youth out front. We got uh, Brother Ryan X and, and Sister Sabbath Muhammad as our co-moderators today, uh, and I look forward to a wonderful broadcast, and I thank them for their hard work, and thank our wonderful guests that will be on uh, by the grace of Allah and for opening up themselves to help others to learn and to grow. Thank you all. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you, Brother David, for those beautiful words on behalf of our student regional minister, Brother Abdul Sharif Muhammad. You can't have a strong nation without having strong families. That's right. Beautiful, beautiful. So at this time, we are going to allow our guests to introduce themselves. The stars of the show, the stars <laughs> of the show, family looking beautiful. Our praise due to a lot. Our praise due to a lot. So at this time, family, just um, just tell us a little about yourselves, like how long you've been married, um, or anything else you would like to tell us and lay on us in the audience. So it's your time, family. Well, um, I am Sister Linda. This is my husband. Uh, we've been married almost three years, three years this July. So ooh, three years, that's number trial. The most, the, most honorable, the honorable minister, Louis Farrakhan said, if you can make it, he's already started. <laughs> the honorable minister, Louis Farrakhan said, if you can make it three years, then you, then you got it. So um, we've been married for about three years. And I mean, I just, me personally hearing that love, what did you all say? Love binds. What was love, the force that binds us? Love, the force that binds. I'm your full witness. <laughs> so that's all. That's all that I can say. Beautiful. Um. So, what do y'all want us to pick off again? Yes, sir. You just tell us uh, just a little about yourselves, yourself, so we can uh, our audience can know who 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 they're watching. 
Right, right. Well, my yes, name sir. is Brother Clayton Muhammad, and of course, this is my wife, Sister Linda Muhammad. She's from Oakland, California, San Francisco. San Francisco, San Francisco, San Francisco San. exact. But uh, I'm from here in Oklahoma City, and uh, we met each other through Facebook, social media, social media. You know, and me making, <laughs> you know, making a move and things like that. So you know, I had to come out of my shell. And praise be to Allah, we here now. We got two beautiful children, mm -hmm. so uh, that's a blessing. But inshallah, this year will be third, third year. Wow, beautiful. that's beautiful. All praise due to Allah. That sounds like a real deal love story right there. And since y'all made it past the third year, smooth selling family. Smooth all selling. That's so, so <laughs> <laughs> All praise due to Allah. A lot. Thank you, family, for uh, introducing yourselves. Yes, sir. On to our next guest. If you don't mind introducing yourselves to us and in, in our audience, tell us your name, how long you've been married, and anything else you would like to to uh, lay on us. Asmega family. Uh, my name is Orel Muhammad. This is my beautiful wife, Christina Muhammad. Um, I'm actually originally from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, we recently just moved from New Orleans, Louisiana. I've stayed there for approximately uh six years six or seven years or so um under student minister willie muhammad and uh so we and christina she can tell you about herself in a little bit but uh with myself i was uh my parents they joined the nation in 95 96 so i was relatively young i'm 32 years old so i was i'm around seven seven years old so i pretty much grew up in a nation um, I officially got registered in 2010. Uh, 2010 was, was when I, so I've been in the nation as a registered member um, for 11 years now. And so, you know, my, my, my tenure throughout the nation, you know, has been wonderful. I'm not gonna say too, too much what, because I know that we're gonna go into it, we're gonna delve into it uh, deeper later, but just that's my personal introduction and I definitely look, look forward to speaking to you all. Mohammed and um, I am originally, well, as my husband would say, I'm from Virginia, but um, I was born and raised, well, I wasn't born, but I was raised in Delaware, um, Mohammed number 35, um, spent some time in Philadelphia, Mohammed number 12. Um, I'm pretty sure, so should we go over how we met? I don't yeah. know. Briefly, you so we met in Chicago, 2013, I think. Um, so we've been Inshallah, this August will be seven years. Um, so, what else should I include? In? I guess we can talk about how we met. <laughs> okay, the, the, a quick story, or y'all want yes. the actual? No, okay, so no, let's save that for a question because we have okay. yeah, right, right. So we've been married seven years. We have two children. We just recently had our second edition, almost five months ago. He'll be five months on the 11th of May. So, um, yeah, so new blessings, new home, new baby, um, all around blessed, all praise due to a lot. Beautiful, beautiful, all praise due to a lot. Well, we have two powerhouse couples on the show with us today, and they seem like they're very interesting, very interesting. So I know our audience has many questions that they want to ask based off what you gave us. But they can't send in the questions unless I tell them how to send the questions in. They won't give me any questions. I'll praise them to a lot. So if you're out there listening and you're watching on Facebook Live on our male and female relationship show, 
you can put your questions into the comment and we have staff there surveying the comment section they'll get the questions over to us and we'll get them to the guests also if you're watching from youtube or male and female relationships page you can same thing you can type your question into the into the comment section we have staff there that get them to us we'll get them to our guests and if you're watching via zoom same thing put your questions in the comment section and we will have our staff get the questions over to us and we will get them to our guests so That's family right. ask those questions and <laughs> and hey if you don't have questions to ask hit the share button i know you have family members somebody who who wants to watch somebody who will be you know who has something that our guests might say that'll touch their hearts right. you know we could say maybe you could say somebody's marriage today you never know just hit that share button Exactly. So I'll praise due to the last sister Sabbath over to you, ma'am. Yes, sir. I just want to ask our uh, illustrious tech team. That's my word for today. Illustrious tech team to please put on our commercial break. Stay tuned, family. Are you prepared if you have to leave your home in case of an emergency? With a portable emergency bag, you would have the food, water, and supplies that you would need for a three-day period. Order your portable emergency bag today by calling 770-884-2085. Okay, alrighty. So we are going to get started with our first question. Um, and so I'm going to go ahead and get ready to ask the question. Our first question from the sister side is one second family. Okay. So, um, in terms of marriage, um, and you know, we asked, uh, our, our brother, um, brother Aurel and sister Katrina already kind of started. So we're going to start off with that question. So how did you and your spouse meet? Um, the two-part question of that is, what were your immediate and initial thoughts prior to courtship? Do you remember how you felt? Any scary moments? Any exciting moments? What was one thought that you distinctly remember before going into courtship? So we'll start out with Sister Katrina and Brother O'Reilly, and then we'll go to Sister Linda and Brother Clayton. Okay, you want to start? Yeah, you want me to go? Start. Um, okay, so I, I want to start with that last question in terms of what was my initial thoughts going into courtship. I actually don't really recall what my thoughts were or if I felt any way about it. I knew I wanted to get married um, at that point, and um, I knew the kind of man I wanted. I, obviously, I wanted the FOI. I wanted... Um, you know, I had a list of things that I wanted. So for me, the, the only way I could get that was through courtship. So um, I didn't really feel uh, any particular way about it. I wasn't necessarily looking at the time to jump into a courtship, but I figured if it happened, all praise and salah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride that wave. Right. But um, how we met, we actually met at Savior's Day um, on that Sunday. So. I don't really recall if they had this the last few years, but I know that Brother Marcus and Sister Cecilia, <laughs> Brother Marcus and Sister Cecilia was doing a um, a singles, what were they called? A singles uh, meet and greet? Yeah, a singles meet and greet. So they would do it every Sunday after lecture. Beautiful. So this, uh, 
this particular year, um, I actually had no real plans of going, but the sisters that I was rooming with wanted to go. So um, I went. So when we went looking for the actual location of the space, we couldn't find it. But a sister walked up to me and asked where I was going, what my name was, and said that she had a brother for me. It was very odd. I had never met this since the day of my life, but she rolled up on me and was like, oh, I sound like him. What's your name? I have this brother for you. Come with me. So she walked me into the elevator, walked me into the room, and pointed me to this brother, brought me to this brother, gave him the greetings, and was like, yeah, brother, this is what's your name, sis. And I was like, wow, this is so awkward. Um, so I said my name. And we just exchanged the greens and then we parted. Wow. Um, and you can pick up from there. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So from my side of the story, um, yeah, it was that particular Sunday after the minister spoke. Mm-hmm. And um, I can recall that, um, you know, it was on, on a Sunday. So I was going follow- to be basically leaving the, the following day on the Monday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to I'm just going to walk around because at that, at that particular time, you know, I, I pretty much have seen all of the believers that that I know, et cetera. Um, so I said, you know what? You know, let, let me go and um, and just see what what this uh, singles uh, meet and greet is about. So um, but I was like, I'm not looking for courtship or anything like that. I, I really wasn't. I just wanted to see what it was about. That was pretty much it. Right. So um, I walked in and I sat down and it was uh, a lot of older sisters, um, sisters. I, at the time, I was in my early 20s. Right. So it was a lot of older sisters um, who were, you know, they were like in their 30s and 40s and, and you know, and up. And I, I wasn't interested. I just want, you know, so I was actually about to leave. Right. Um, and so I was like, ah, you know, it's a lot of older sisters. I don't see any younger sisters in here. You know, I'm just gonna leave. I just came just to see what it was about. But sister, uh, but brother Marcus and sister Cecilia, they were running late. Mm-hmm. So um, since they were running late, the sister she covered down for for them, and she like she was like, like "What's your name?" And I said, like, "Brother Rush." So so she the sister she told me to actually to, uh, to just stay right there. She's like, "Just just stay right there. You know, don't 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 move, don't move." Wow. I'm like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Okay, I'll stay right here because I was about to go go back to my my room and everything." Um, and so she brought uh, Christina um, actually there. Well, okay, I'll be honest. So it was another <laughs> that was interested in me. Um, by the time she brought uh, Christina, uh, my wife, uh, another sister that was interested in me, um, we were sitting at the table together. And I really wasn't that interested in the sister. I thought she was a you know nice sister, um, very kind, everything. Um, so we were just talking and uh but i really wasn't interested so um by the time that uh the sister brought uh my christina my wife i said to myself um you know it's it's a nice looking sister so i said okay um i said okay let me you know and then i i basically just departed with the sister assess make them etc etc um and so the sister was actually trying to prevent me from uh from leaving oh she's blocking yeah so she <laughs> so sister she was trying to stop me from actually getting up and going to the table because she wanted to get to know me better um and so you know but i politely uh departed and everything and uh you know i know she was she felt some type of way about it but 
I mean, I just you know wasn't interested. I thought she was my sister, and she and, and she that's just, she ended up getting married to some to a brother, has beautiful children, et cetera, et cetera. I'm very happy for them. Um, but by the time uh, Christina came, I got up and we uh, we started to talk at the table. And then what happened was that uh, the the sister what's what's his name? Sister, which one? Because it was both. The, it was the, two the, of them. The, the one that I'm um, from Houston. They both from Houston. It was okay. So it was Wakita <laughs> and Sister Oshia. Oshia. Yeah. So Sister Wa Sister Wakita or Wakiti. Sister Wakiti. Yeah. Yeah. From from and I think that you all know brother uh, brother Clayton. You all know know them. Um, yeah. So so you know they started to have these little games that were going on and uh, in the room where they was very loud. They turned the music up and they were doing different things. So she actually like, well, it's kind of loud in here. Do you all want to just, you know, go and uh, go into another room to the next room that was over, the next room across the hallway? And do you all just want to go talk over there? I'm like, sure, absolutely. So we went over there and we started talking, and um, you know, we we talked the entire time. Didn't get up, didn't want to go meet anyone else. And so what happened was that um, we exchanged, we exchanged. No, we didn't even exchange anything. It was like Facebook. It was actually Facebook uh, information uh our names and so from there um you know after we you know well for one i just I actually just reached out to her father and i just you know before i even started talking to her i said you know uh you know i caught i gave him a call and i said you know you know can i you know gave brother greeting i basically told him in a nutshell was it fine if i can uh, court his daughter he said absolutely brother absolutely and, and that's how we started courting beautiful wow i love how you all came with the um uh, similar quote-unquote intents of not having the intent <laughs> i love that <laughs> i love that beautiful look how loud works okay brother clayton and sister linda same question if you will um uh, did you excuse me so how was courtship for you um in terms of courtship uh, were you scared? You know, were there scary moments? What were your feelings about it? And how did you all meet, et cetera? So if you can, please and thank you. So um, for me personally, I um, had a daughter already. So I remember uh, thinking that, um, you know, whatever Allah, I'm not going to force anything, but whatever Allah uh, puts in front of, whatever Allah gives me, I, I don't, I don't want to necessarily force it whatever Allah puts in front of me and I knew that I had a daughter so my position was uh, I actually wanted to uh marry someone I had the intent of, of being with someone that already had children I did not mm -hmm. I was I don't feel like dealing with someone that oh, don't have no experience with children I'm like right. I don't want to deal with that so right. um that was actually before I obviously before I met him that was my uh picture and obviously I knew that I wanted to be with someone that was evenly yoked. So someone that um, not only just registered, but dedicated to the nation of this and the mission. That's what I wanted. And um, so, and lo and behold, and actually how I met my husband, we were Facebook friends. However, I, for some reason, I never saw a picture of him. What I saw that actually piqued my interest was what he used to post up. What he used to post up was he was always defending the Honorable Minister of Farrakhan, he always always had some verse or some quote. And I was, that's what actually caught my eye with him. I didn't see a picture. And my husband has an older name. Clayton, that's an old man's name. I always <laughs> my husband has an old man's name. 
Um, so I thought that he was always an older brother. Right, right. And for some reason, I don't know how I winded up on his page, but I went through his photos and I saw that he was young. And I'm like, what? He's young? Right. And he's saying, you know, all of this. And I'm like, oh, wow. So that's actually what made me originally interested in him. Right. Um, but the first time that I saw him was at a Savior's Day. And I can, and I remember it like it was yesterday. It was, may have been after a play or something. It was, it was something that was going on on a Saturday. And I remember seeing, remember him walking up the stairs. If you all remember, it's those big stairs. Uh, is it the McCormick Center? No, the, what's, what's the last Savior's Day that we had? What what was that? What, 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 what was the thing? And um, what was Detroit? Um, was the McCormick Center? No, it was the Chicago. Um, it's named after a boxer. Somebody help me. Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis. Yes. Oh Lord. You you got to go down the stairs and you'll go straight to the Bendy Children's Village and stuff. So I remember seeing him come up the. I remember noting noticing him from across the room. And I remember wanting to introduce myself, but right when I was about to actually take a step to introduce myself, my friends were like, oh, well, we're ready to go. We're ready to go. And I, and, and I remember thinking in my head, it just meant. Um, and then uh, lo and behold, four months later, even four months, like that May, April, at the end, the, the first of April, um, right. Bro, uh, Sister Linda and Brother Clayton, you coming in a little choppy. I wanted to know how small of a world it is because Sister Christina, you. Okay, so can you, you hear us? Can you hear us? Okay, there you go. Okay. All right. You coming in a little choppy. You're in and out. Your picture's frozen right now. Okay. So what we'll do is we will, um, we'll kind of do a two part to that question, Brother Ryan, if you don't mind. So Brother Ryan, questions from the brothers, and then we'll kind of, we'll merge in more questions. If you yes. Can you hear? Okay. Yes, ma'am, we can, we're a little frozen. Um, so we're going to come back. We're gonna come back to this question, if that's okay. okay. Yes, All right, Brother Ryan, take it away, sir. Yes, ma'am. So I, I really wanted to hear that. I hate that they was cutting I in and out. <laughs> I wanted to hear it because uh, what I've been hearing so far from both couples, I don't know if anybody's ever watched the, the movie, The Notebook, you know, that, that love story. This is better than the, that, that this is better than The Notebook. I'm enjoying it. Completely. Uh, praise due to a lot. So um, questions from the brother side. Um, One thing that was asked was, uh, what is the biggest strength of your relationship mm. we're talking about love and everything what's the biggest strength of your relationship we can go with uh brother Orel and sister christina yes sir yes sir um that's a that's a really really good question um i typically can answer questions directly but that mm -hmm. requires more thought from me in terms of the biggest strength mm -hmm. of my relationship and the reason i say that is because um you know that's monumental that's you know that's something that basically upholds um our relationship 
Right. And um, to be honest, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I, I don't know. Yes, sir. Um, the biggest strength. So I greatly appreciate that question because now I'm going to be sleeping on it and hearing about this question until I can get it answered. But um, thank you for that question. I, I did not need, I did not need an answer. I was right I'll take a step. Do you mind if I take a step? Okay, Go ahead. Based off Go ahead. That it would have to be something that upholds the relationship. Um, so I... I'm gonna just go and say that I believe that our biggest strength is, uh, um, obviously, would have to be our belief in Allah, huh? mm -hmm. who came in the person of Master Khalid Muhammad. It would have to be that, because what else matters right. uh, outside of that? We would never even be coexisting had it not been for that. So um, I believe that that would be oh, the biggest. <laughs> that would be the biggest strength really is is our faith in Allah um that has cultivated everything that we have it has mm -hmm. held us together through whatever ups and downs we may have occurred it's always been if if we are still believers mm -hmm. there's nothing that can keep us from going forward yeah and so I yeah I actually want to add to that because um you know I I had so many different things in mind when you asked the question mm -hmm. that I didn't necessarily want to, you know, um, answer incorrectly because I had I was thinking about things here and things there and things there and kind of you know, kind of have to kind of sift through everything and, and weigh um, weigh everything that helps build a relationship before you can answer. But I would definitely say that. Um, to kind of camel back off of uh, my wife is that yes um believe i'll believe in a lot but but i'll say more so i'll not necessarily more so but i'll believe in, in the teachings and follow trying to follow the teachings yeah. as is being taught to us yes. okay. and by yeah. us being able to do that we can manifest and get through mm -hmm. any trials that we may go through you know mm -hmm. the ups the downs and you know, so on and so forth, and that helps really strengthen our relationship um, because we can always lean back on the teachings. Mm -hmm. Well, what did Master Farah Muhammad say? What did Dom Elijah Muhammad say? What did, what did Dom uh, Mrs. Farrakhan say? And, and and we can always lean back on that, and then we have these discussions, and then we settle on truth mm -hmm. because we know that that they spoke truth. And so when we can lean on that, yeah, that's that's definitely our, our biggest strength. Mm -hmm. Mm, yes, sir. All praise due to Allah. I knew once your wife spoke, it would spark something in your mind to get you going, brother. Yes, and sir. I, yes, sir. And I like how you said camelback. I know a lot of people say piggyback, but we know we don't fool with swine. You know, I say veggie. Yes, <laughs> All praise due to Allah. So thank you, family, for those beautiful uh, answers. Over to you, brother Clayton and sister Linda. Same question. What is your strongest, uh, well, what makes your relationship strong? And if you can, uh, Brother Ryan, if you don't mind my uh, interlude, oh. go ahead and finish off with the first question, you know, because I'm sure yes. our viewers, like yes. we said, we were at the at the teeth when, you, you know, <laughs> we were like, what happened next? It's that next episode. So finish off. We last heard uh, something about Sister Christina and then go ahead and talk about the strength that, that keeps you going. What's your biggest strength? 
Okay. Okay. Oh, um, well, why don't you said that she wants to finish off with Sister Christina because I think I uh, oh. called out her name. No, I wanted to say that she is a small world because she sewed my garment. Last year. Like, Wait a minute. Is that? Is that her? Oh, that's <laughs> my garment. Yeah, she sewed my garment. Mm -hmm. That was it. Beautiful. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, can y'all repeat the question again? Go ahead, brother. Yes, sir. What is your biggest strength in your relationship? Um, well, I'm gonna have to just well, the obvious answer um, will be Allah and the person of Master Father Muhammad, who brought us together in the first place. You know, because when I look at the circumstances of how we got together, uh, I remember just to say this part. I remember she messaged me on how old on my age. And um, on Instagram, you can unsend that. So, but luckily I looked at my phone. She, uns I guess she got nervous, but she unsend it. She she pressed the unsend button. Probably like, probably cause I didn't respond in time, stuff like that. But luckily I saw that text. When I saw that text, that's what made me decide to approach her on that. No, you approached me before that. That's what made me do that. Yeah. Remember, but okay. He doesn't, okay. So you approached me. I was unavailable at that time. And then when I felt that I was ready, that's when I asked him how old he was. And then I got nervous and then I unsent it. <laughs> but he saw it. But I guess he saw the the notification came through and it was too late. So he um so he sent via message and then our relationship went from there. So it was like by chance that he saw the the message before uh I was able to unsend it. Right. But she got correct on that. And my strength as any marriage, as any marriage out there, they go through hardships, uh struggles and things like that. And I say the only thing what kept us together, like Brother O'Rell was just said mm -hmm. before us, you can go back to the teaching, you know, and like you know, when you listen to the album this was far kind on on his lectures of marriage and he and you, he reminds you that it's not necessarily the person that you're making a commitment to. You gave your word to Allah. Uh, so right. if you break that commitment to Allah, Master Fahd Muhammad, you can't, I mean, that's half your faith right there. That's so, right. you know, just just that alone and me and her being, being able to discuss the teachings, if you can go back and forth with your wife and your husband, like, yeah, you know, you know, the messenger said this yeah, and this and that. We, constantly sharpen each other or correct each other and stuff like that that's what you want and um you know and then just when you get into the marriage you be, you be like okay this is it you know so uh, this is my life this is my life and i would also like to add um that the teachings are so practical so right. any, literally any problem in life that you have there is a lecture there is a book, there is something. Like it's so practical. Uh, a lot um, didn't leave nothing to wonder or to, or, or, or to guess about. And this is what I noticed in the Holy Quran um, during Ramadan, of course, with our reading. And I'm like, and I was just thinking this morning, man, every, in every single thing is, is is in this book whatever what every single detail every single problem is in this it's so practical so uh whatever problem that we may have had good 
good and bad. Um, but you can always go back to the teachings as being the origin and just being able to scroll YouTube. Like, you know what? Let me just see. I mean, I mean, it's so many part one, part twos, part threes, part fours. So, you know, it's just, I mean, just to be able to be blessed in a time like this, uh, when marriage in the black community is, is, is we're, it's, we're, we're in, it's, we are becoming fat, vastly, um, was extinct, like just the idea of marriage. And so just to be able to be a member of the nation of Islam and to have everything laid out for us, it's just a matter of, of applying it to our lives. It's just, it's an absolute blessing. Right, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Love and praise be to a Brother Ryan, back to you. Any questions from the brother's side? Any questions from the brother's side? Let's see. Uh, first of all, going to the next question, I just like to say, man, those are some beautiful answers. And I like how y'all brought up the teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad because these aren't just life giving teachings to us individually, these are life giving teachings to our marriages as well. Yeah. Uh, praise is due to Allah. So, next question I got a brother asked, How has getting married at a young age affected you in finding yourself? Oh, that's a, that's a heavy one. I'll repeat it one more time. How has getting married at a young age affected you and finding yourself? Who was it? That, who was it that said, "Woo"? <laughs> that, was that was okay. <clears throat> okay, I thought it was one brother. Okay, uh, brother Aurel, sister Christina. Yes. Would you like to yes, tackle sir, absolutely. that? Yes, sir. Absolutely. That that's a very very um, that's a heavy question uh very very much uh loaded uh with a lot yes sir but for me personally one of the things that i can say that i'm grateful about um in regards to uh you know getting married at a young age i got married at um i was 24 years old um was that i was marriage is really helping me to basically be able to grow into a God. Mm -hmm. um, because I have to be able to um, you know, cultivate myself, become more balanced. Um, you know, uh, I have to be able to learn all about myself because right. I'm, I'm not just, because every move that I make is not just for myself. Mm -hmm. Every single thing I do, every move I make, it's for my family. Right, right. So when you're married, you're thinking about something as, as a man and as a woman too, but I can only speak from mm -hmm. a man's perspective, that right. everything you do is is bigger than yourself. Mm -hmm. Every move you make, every every step you take, every thought that, that you give, every thought that you put out into the universe, every thought that you that you internalize, you have to you have to have family in mind. Right. So you come so you become very selfless. When you're single, many times you don't really have too much to focus on other than yourself. Mm. But when you are married, you have to your wheels have to always be turning as, as a man. Right. You know, protect, provide, maintain, etc. So, and that's just not that's not just physically, but it's spiritually, mentally as well. So it's a heavy it's 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 a heavy job. It's a mm. you have to be able to. And it's very, it, it's 
that it takes a toll on you, but it's very rewarding. Mm. It's very rewarding because you can see the fruits of your labor. Right. You can see the, the work that you put in. Now, if you were single, um, you put in work, but it's really only for yourself. Mm. So you don't really feel that type of success when you're single as opposed to when you're married. Right. You know, a man can have all the money in the world, but he doesn't really have true happiness until he has a family. Mm. He can have everything, all, all, the, all the money and the wealth in the world, but if he doesn't have a family, he, he's, he's going to never experience true success. Right. And so that, so now when you're married, you're operating on a different stratosphere. You're thinking much higher than, than you would if you were single. Because right, right. now you're thinking about building an empire. Right. Right. You're thinking about establishing things, putting roots here, putting roots there, building something to make sure that your family is secure. So now your moves go from, you know, if you were single as, you know, this is me just doing this on the behalf of myself because I want to feel good about myself. Mm. Now you have to think I have to make moves for my entire family. So now you're thinking on a much larger scale. Every move you make is it has to be large because if you are because if you are not here, Tomorrow, as a man, you have to make sure that your family will be secure. You have to make mm-hmm. sure that that your family will be able to survive and thrive if you are not present. So mm-hmm. every move you make has to be, well, what if I'm not here tomorrow? Because mm-hmm. Allah is the best of knowers. Mm-hmm. What if I'm not here in 20 years? Allah is the best of knowers. Mm-hmm. So now you have to be thinking far ahead. You mm-hmm. have to be thinking far ahead in time. You have to start thinking about your grandchildren. Right. Well, well, you know, 30, 40 years from now, where do I want my, my grandchildren to be established in this world? What do I want them to be doing? So you have to really, really, as Master Muhammad said, ask questions and learn all about yourself. And you're mm-hmm. going to, and if you're married, if you're actually sincere, you're going to constantly be asking yourself these questions. Well, right. well, you know, what can I do next? Or what should I do next? How can I make sure that, that my family is fine? How can I make sure that you know, that my family, that I, that I always have food on the table. How can I make sure that if anything were to happen, you know, that, that I'll be there for my family and they won't have anything to worry about. So, so being, so being married at a young age, I was able to be, basically be able to be cultivated, cultivate myself based on the teachings and in terms of growing into my godhood, because as a man, you will never be able to grow into godhood being single. Powerful. Mm. Beautiful, Sister Christina. I have no idea what I'm about to say. Uh, wow, I mean, I you kind of said a lot, dear. I'm not really sure how I'm supposed to come after you. Uh, wow, okay, let's see. I guess I guess she's still pondering everything I just said. Yeah, I know. You said so much. Like, dang. Um, I, I guess exactly. Uh, you said a lot. Um, you speak from a woman's perspective. I guess I could speak from a woman's perspective. Yes. Um, whoa, from my perspective as a woman's perspective. Um, yes. Yeah, so I guess that uh, I I can't necessarily echo a lot of what he said because obviously he's a man. So you're always thinking from the perspective of how to provide, you know, protect or maintain the family. Um, but for myself, to be honest, that question, um, I never even considered myself to be young. 
I was like, okay, I, I don't know. I that's why I think the question itself is interesting because I never considered, you know, the twenties to be young when you have so people getting so many young believers getting married in their teens and like legit 20 and 19 to 18. So I didn't think that um, perhaps I was that young. So, but I guess, I don't know. Uh, I think think along with what Orel said, it does help to cultivate Godhood because you do have to find the balance. You do balance yourself out because you have to in order to maintain the relationship you can no longer think of yourself in a in a myself manner and i was definitely hero test i was i was <laughs> i was a selfish betty okay i only thought about myself and i was okay with that because i said well, i ain't got nobody else to think about so i am the priority um so i will say that it has it definitely has changed my perspective in terms of um, family. Because at times when I look at um, myself then, I can't even imagine being that way now. Mm. When you think about um, your children, you think about your spouse, um, and how, uh, what can you do as a woman to further the mission of the family, right? or what can you do to make things easier, right? Right, right, right. Because I, I like to say that it's pretty much what we're doing. We're, we're trying to make it a little easier. Um, because like he said, he's you're doing a lot of heavy lifting. So what ways can I assist? And that does, it does require you to be um, forethinking. It requires you to be selfless. Um, and I imagine that had I not gotten married at a young age, it would be a little bit difficult for me to get out of that space at an older age. I right. do feel as though as getting married younger, um, it's a little easier to transition mm-hmm. than when you're in a space where you have already accomplished so many things. Um, you've already attained so many things that it's it's hard to get out of the space of just it being about you. Um, right. but, I mean, to be honest with y'all, Aurel said a lot, so I'm just so blabbered at this way. I'm just saying words. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Uh, he said everything. So, yes, yes. ma'am. That's fine. That's absolutely I, fine. Uh, I concur what he said. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> All praise due to a lot. Uh, brother Clayton and Sister Linda, same question to you. How has getting married at a young age affected you in finding yourself? Uh, well, first I will say I got married when I was old. one month before I turned 25. And my wife is three years younger than me. And I never really considered age. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never looked at myself as like, oh, I mean, I'm too young to be doing this. Even though typically people do say that, like, enjoy your life before you get married but if you go back to our grandparents time they was getting married when they were 16 and stuff right, right. and uh especially now in the nation i'm starting to see it a lot of younger people getting married 17 18 19. so i never looked at honestly i kind of felt like i was late but, uh, you know but how it affected me is the minister said you really don't know who you are as a man until you get married. 
And um, that is exactly how it happened with me. Like you find out more about yourself and who you are, you know, if you really, you know, who you are, who you thought you was versus who you actually are. And marriage pushes you to find that. And, uh, whatever flaws you, you got, if you probably didn't see when you was a single person, you will see it in your marriage and knowing that you got to correct it. Uh, me, me personally, I grew up, even though I had siblings, but I grew up with my grandparents and and uh, I was like the only child in that house. So, and I never grew up around like children like that. I mean, I had, I seen babies, you know, go over somebody's house, they got baby over there, but I never been around like babies like that. And uh, so me, before I was married, I was very selfish. You know, uh, I just, it was almost like survival for myself. So now when you're married, now you gotta, everything that I do has to be considered, not just her, but the, our, all of us, the children. So I could say how I am now, it's totally different from what I thought I was over mm. thirty years ago when, before we got married. For for me, um, marriage. So as far as age, I feel like when it comes to marriage, it's not necessarily about age. It's about maturity, and it's about beforehand uh, having a relationship with Allah. So it's not about age. Hey, you have people that are 40. That's probably not ready to get married. That little I walk, they're not ready. And you and I know people that got married at 18 in the nation and still married to this day, set 10 years later, uh, married with children. And so I believe that just having a strong relationship with, with Allah. Now I do believe that when you get married, uh let me let me rewind it. No matter, you can have the strongest relationship with Allah, and when you get married, oh, when you get when you get married, uh, you will uh, a person that you do not know will unfold right before your eyes. And my marriage brought out um, in me things that I had no idea were in me, the good and the bad. <laughs> so. Uh, I'm sure that anyone that's married on here, they can attest that it, getting married, it'll pull something up out of you. <laughs> but no, it'll pull something out of you, and especially as a woman, because as a woman, you know, you gotta submit. You know, when you have a man uh, and a good man, you know, you 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 gotta learn how to submit to your man and that's and it's hard because you remember i feel like we live in a world that says don't submit for sure don't get married and then right. you kind of have this this and, and it's all throughout the culture and the language well you know live your life first before you get married as if your life stops when you do get married right. so um you know and you know you live in a world that's a party you know have have me have meaningless relationships Right. Let them ruin you. <laughs> and then you go be with someone and, and now you have a man that um that got a that got that got a cut through a whole bunch of layers of what other men done 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 did to you before he can get to the real you. So for me, uh personally, just coming into a marriage, well, we already had a uh, already made family, we already had a daughter. So most people 
you know, they they they're able to um, experience each other first, and then children come later. Um, but you know, I, I already had my daughter, so our relationship was, I would say, a little bit uh, unique. And I have to absolutely um, thank a lot for my husband because he uh, became a father overnight. Uh, he handled it beautifully. Uh, and for me, I can say that when you go through trials and when you overcome those trials, so I, I think, you know, Allah gives us trials not to not for us to fail them. Allah gives us trials for us to overcome them. So if you're going through a trial, it's because he knows that you're strong enough to handle it. So, and I'm pretty sure, and I, and I was telling my husband a few days ago, I, uh, I was telling my husband that for people that have been together, married for 20, 30 years, at some point, I bet you at some point, they were like, we're not the one for each other. At some point in that relationship, in that marriage, because marriage is so hard. It's so hard. And, you know, you you constantly have to look at yourself in the, um, in the mirror. And uh, you have to... Uh, be humble. It it, it 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 humbles you so so much. But it's when you're able to overcome those trials and that love, that 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 love grows. And you know the and I think of the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan when he said, "When you get married, when you exchange vows, you're not married at that moment. You don't get married at that moment. Marriage is a journey that you know that you achieve oneness." The goal is to achieve oneness with each other as you all and as you all uh, achieve oneness with Allah, and that is an ever ever recurring journey. And throughout time, you fall more and more and more in love. So just like what Sister Christina said, I, I I I absolutely I cannot when I think of who I was three years ago, I'm like I'm like I shudder. I'm like oh I cannot believe I was like that person. So um. You know, now I, I, I know my, I know that I am, I'm, I'm a, being married has made me a much better Muslim right. because it, it brings, again, it brings something up, it brings something out of you. And if marriage, if Allah is at the center of your marriage, you have to constantly turn to Allah. So because you have to constantly turn to Allah for your mate. It, it becomes just this triangle, this tri this triangle with Allah being at the top. So right. that's how it is for me. Mm. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful answers. Sister Sabbath, any questions coming in from the sister side? What you, what you got yes. for? Yes, we have a lot of questions. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to try to tie these two in particular together. So the first part of this question is, what are some positive, excuse me, what are some of the positive characteristics that we should look for in a spouse? And the second part of that question is, in terms of Allah's divine hand, what is a characteristic in your personal spouse that you believe Allah shaped for you to have within your life. So we will start with um, Brother Orwell and Sister Christina. You know what, no, let's switch it up. Let's switch it up. Let's go to, so I'm gonna give them some time to think about it because it's not a facial expression. Let's go to Brother Clayton and Sister Linda. <laughs> you mind repeating that question? Yes, yes, yes. What are some, uh, first part of the question, what are some of the positive characteristics that we should look for in a spouse? The second part of the question is, 
what do you think Allah's divine hand was and a specific characteristic within your spouse that you needed for your life? Woo! That's deep. <laughs> that, that, that's deep. <laughs> you want to go? You got to think about it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to think about it now. So you know what? You know what? I feel like as a woman, right? Uh, I love what Doctor Doctor Ava said when she said she said something that resonated with me. She said, "Don't play hard to get, be hard to get." You, I feel like some key character. Everyone's different, so everyone wants, you know, different different qualities in a man you know or in a woman that that are just that are different but i feel like some core things especially coming from someone that may that's either you know a member of the nation of islam or that believes in god is that where is god in this man and Mm -hmm. how dedicated for me how dedicated is he to the mission that's for that's because that's for 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 me um i believe that that when you have some oh no when you have someone that is dedicated to the mission um well then you have an idea of who uh what kind of uh character this man is so i think that that would be like just top off top is um what is his relationship to allah and how uh mission and i think that um for, and the second part of the question was, I think a characteristic that Allah just shaped. And he said, you know, this is going to be for Sister Linda. Man, it's so many. I, I love, my husband is so, it's so special because I, I really do it, believe that it, it's sometimes I look at him and I'm like, only Allah, only Allah. It, I really. It's his patience with uh with me even every man should be patient every person should be patient but i know i can be a bit much man i know i can be a bit much sometimes and this <laughs> he has always uh, displayed just a certain amount of patience with me that i know that i know and i understand i'm like okay that was allah when he when he was swarming my husband in the womb, he said, "Let me add, let me add in a little patience with this man, because you know." Let- <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know I, we really believe that. We, uh, I really believe that we complement each other because I'm an outgoing person, and he is a little bit more of a not not I don't want to say withdrawn, but he's just you know not as out quote unquote outgoing. So when we met, he he put a little bit of his spirit in me, and I put a little bit of his uh, of my spirit in him. And I just look, and I'm like, I feel like that we made a spiritual baby, you know, not a physical one, a, a spiritual baby. <laughs> so I think that's you know for for me, me personally. Beautiful. And oh. do y'all repeat those two questions again? Yes, um, uh, uh, of course. And let me go ahead and say, so we have two minutes before our commercial break. So whatever is left over, then we'll uh, finish off the question after our commercial. Okay, so what is the, excuse me, what are some of the positive characteristics that we should look for in a spouse? Two-part question is, what do you believe Allah's divine hand was and a specific characteristic for your spouse in terms of yourself? Oh, okay. And um, also, I would like to say that that question is very personal uh, with the answer because um, 
every every human being is unique in what they want and you just have to find somebody who is going to complement what your goals is and in life and what your life is so like once you whenever you find the minister said you need to find who you are before you get into marriage right when you find what you want in life especially as a man when you find what you want in life now you know what kind of woman that you want so if she if if y'all establish that she will support that beforehand then you will know that that's divinely given to you that's my mm-hmm. answer on that beautiful what characteristic for me so, oh, I can hear this. <laughs> I need to hear that. So what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start a commercial break because, look, I'm going to add to my seat as well. I I, I know Sister Linda wants to hear more. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, tech team, please bring on our commercial break, and we will be right back with that very, very intense and beautiful question. Assalamualaikum. <laughs> us down, but now it looks like things are finally coming around, I know we've got a long, long way to go, and where we'll end up, I don't know, but we won't let nothing hold us back, we're putting our show together, we're polishing up our act, and if you've never been held down before, I know you refuse to be held down Man, I love that theme song. Assalamu alaikum. and welcome back, family. Yeah, we had our businesses, our black businesses going across the screen. Support your own before you support another. All praise due to Allah. And at this time, we'd like to make a cash app request. If you have heard anything today that has benefited you or benefited somebody that you know, Please donate at least a dollar so we can continue to keep this platform up and running to promote healthy marriages and bring on lovely couples to give great relationship advice. And if you'd like to donate, the cash app is right below. That's cash tag for male female series. 
hashtag four male female series. Once again, it's right below me. That is hashtag four male female series. I'll praise due to a lie. And before we go back into our QA session, I know everybody's excited for it. We are going to go over to our beautiful sister, Sister Andrea 2X, to give us some wise words from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And I like how Brother Hashim, when he gets on a uh, co moderates, he says, uh, Farrakhan's Corner. So we're going over to Sister Andrea 2X to get some words from Farrakhan's Corner. Uh, praise due to a lot, Sister Andrea 2X. Assalamu alaikum and Ramadan Mubarak. Thank you, Brother Ryan. In the Quran, to prove the importance and the value of a righteous woman, it is written concerning Mary, the mother of Jesus. And when the angel said, Oh Mary, surely Allah has chosen thee and purified thee and chosen thee above the women of the world. Oh Mary, be obedient to thy Lord and humble thyself and bow down with those who bow. This is of the tidings of things unseen, which we reveal to thee. And thou was not with them when they contended one with another. When the angel said, O oh Mary, surely Allah gives the good news with a word from him of one whose name is the Messiah, Jesus, son of Mary, worthy of regard in the world mm -hmm. and the hereafter and of those who are drawn nigh to Allah. The Holy Quran, Surah 3, Ayat 41 through 45. These verses of scripture teach us that Mary was chosen by Allah God above all the women of the world to be purified by him. She was commanded then to be obedient to Allah, humble herself, and bow down with those who bow down. Mary, in being obedient to Allah God, was purified by him to bring forth into the world the Messiah that would change the condition of human beings and can reconcile a fallen human being once again to our creator. This is the value of the female. This is the value of a righteous woman. She is more precious than silver and fine gold. In fact, there is nothing in the earth more valuable than a virtuous woman. This is the value of obedience or coming to the foot of mother. For only at the feet of a righteous woman will we learn the heavenly life and bring into the existence that which is called the kingdom of Allah God. And this came from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan's article, a, a proper view of the woman in building the family. Allah Wakbar. Thank you, Brother Ryan. Beautiful. Praise be to Allah. Brother Ryan, any additional words for us as we get uh, before we go to our questions? Uh no, ma'am. I, I I was on mute. I was trying to talk and I realized I was on mute. I was going to say <laughs> thank you, Sister Andrea, two extra those beautiful words. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm just going to turn it right back over to you, Sister Sabbath, to continue with a Q&A session. Yes, sir. Praise be to Allah. And before I get back to that amazing uh, edgy receipt question, we see at the bottom, join the Nation of Islam and live. If you would like to learn about the Nation of Islam, please contact us in the comments below and we'll get you some to someone that can help you out in that area and join your own and be yourself. Also, please hit that share button because you never know, as Brother Ryan said, who you can aid in your marriages. So don't be stingy. As the Holy Quran says, 
please hit share and you can be helping someone right now live better in the institution of marriage. So back with that amazing question, we're gonna go to brother uh, Clayton to finish out that part two question. What do you believe Allah's divine hand was in uh, uh, placing or issuing a particular characteristic in your spouse that has aided you? Praise to Allah. Uh, can y'all hear me well? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, because it's kind of messing up, but all right. Um, what I believe and really also one of the factors that keep us striving hard is she's always the strength in my weak areas. Like, um, like I said, I, I was a very selfish person, but I always saw her as a person very opposite of that. Selfless. Thank you. Thank you. And so, like, uh oh, you know uh -oh. what? So we, whenever something happens, we normally blame it on Satan. So we just gonna blame it on Satan. That's right. We don't want it. You know that uh, Satan does not want the uh, people of God to really hear that answer for real. So you right. know prayers. We need our guests to say prayers so we can hear the answer. Okay, brother Aurel and sister Christina. <laughs> Same question, if you will. I will repeat it. What are some of the positive characteristics that we should look for in a spouse? Second part question is, what do you believe Allah's God's divine hand was in placing a certain characteristic within your spouse for you to aid you? Okay, we can't hear you. Is it just me? I know, I thank you. Thank you, muted family. Okay. The rail. Still. Lord. Hear. Okay. Brother uh, Ryan. Satan. 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 It's been Satan. It's, okay. So, see black love, man. <laughs> no, no, not not yet. So we're gonna go back to Brother Clayton and Sister Linda um to finish out that question, Brother Clayton, then we'll 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 jump back. Gotta play hot potato, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> can y'all hear me yes sir. yes sir uh, sorry man we keep getting kicked about here um but just to go back what i was saying uh my selfish behavior of uh, which i didn't know i was selfish until i got married <laughs> but just to see how she strengthened certain lazinesses certain laziness in me and uh my selfish behavior that really even though that may seem like a small thing to some people, but to me, that's really like what, like, okay, this is, she really put, when you got somebody who pushes you to go beyond where you think you can go, then you just really, you fall in love with that. So that, that's it for the character. Pray <laughs> be to Allah. Wow. Wow. Beautiful. Praise be to Allah. Okay, we're going to try again, Brother Orell and Sister Christina. Still no. can't hear you, family. Oh, okay. All right. So, Brother Ryan, did you want to go to the uh, question from the brothers? And then so we'll uh, uh, go ahead and continue. Yes, yes ma'am. Absolutely. 
So, Brother Clayton and Sister Linda, from the brother's side, this question was asked, and this is a, it's a, this is always an interesting question to ask. How do you have fun in your marriage? What do you guys like to do to have fun in your marriage? It's always an interesting question because I like hearing the answers. That's so funny because, um, again, I feel like since I am the outgoing one, he's the more withdrawn one, our ideas are fun are so totally different. Um, so I've actually had to um, kind of push him to try uh, new things. But I would feel like our 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 safe zone, honestly, is going to watch scary movies. That, uh, that's our that's our that's our our thing. So we have this. Uh, do you all know Supernatural? Do you all watch Supernatural? I'm familiar with it. Mm. Okay, okay. So um, that's like at the end of the day. For the most part, we'll just kind of cuddle up and watch that. But that, that's fun to us. Right, right, it's right. It's fun. Right. So I would say uh, scary movies. Um, and not to sound corny or anything like that, we love just spending time together as a family. So um, he's off on the weekends. In the weekends, that that is my my that is my highlight. It's because I know I get to be around my baby mm-hmm. all day. Um, and I think that I think that will be it. I think that would be it. But and before um before COVID had hit, we had plans that to do uh family trips every year, to go somewhere out of the country every year. So we what we wanted, we we wanted our children to be able to to explore the world. You know, you you can tell your children all day long, you know, the black man is the god and owner of the earth. Well, you but you only been in one state. So right. <laughs> you wanted, you yes, wanted to understand that this whole world is yours and we're gonna we're gonna explore this whole world. So right. I think that that'll be it. Beautiful. Um yeah COVID took away a lot of fun. Mm. <laughs> yes, sir. COVID definitely took away a lot of plans and fun. You know that so you used to go to the movie, you know, watch something and movies. Um, you know, do something, you know, restaurant, whatever. But you can't really do that no more. And so, yeah, really, what she said. I mean, me personally, I was never that much of a fun type person he wasn't uh <laughs> I, me personally it feels up to me everybody be bored that's how i go for it yes sir i'll praise this lot beautiful answers i always love to hear how couples have fun within their marriage so brother orell and sister christina so let's see if your audio was working. Can you yes, go sir. ahead and say something for us? Yes, sir. Can you, can you hear me? Oh, praise due to a lie. Can you say you can't win? He can't he can't win. <laughs> he got it back working better than ever. Oh, praise due to a lie. <laughs> yes, sir. So brother Aurel and sister Christina, what do you guys like to do to have fun in your marriage? That's um Oh, okay, sure. Uh, let's see. What do we like to do to have fun? <sighs> um, well, let's see. <laughs> so, um, I, as Brother Clayton said, uh, coronavirus took away a lot of exciting things we had planned mm. for this past year. But um, 
early on when we first got married we used to watch a lot of movies a lot of shows together that was our only things that we used to do for fun because my husband was a workaholic would you agree with that yeah so i mean if he could work every day he would work every day so it was pretty much at night or in the evenings after dinner we'd watch movies but um you know, as time grew, we, we started to travel a lot. That was our thing that we enjoyed to do for fun. Like, we would take road trips, um, and uh, we would take flights, and we would just go places. Um, we would do this thing where we would go on, uh, what was that website that you could find the cheap flights? What was that like? Um, I don't remember. Um, yeah, I don't remember. It was this one website. You basically just... Um, Go on there. You could put a month, like any any day in a month, right. where the flights to any destination was cheap, and we would just go. Priceline or Travelocity? Um, no, it was. I'm so mad. I don't remember Expedia website. Cause I was Me like, too. Oh, no, it wasn't. Yeah, we all need to know this. <laughs> <laughs> please, I'm gonna price please now. figure it out. <laughs> I'm gonna fix it out and I'm gonna let y'all know because this part it, it was legit. So we would buy because at this time, you know, uh we had a small child and we had to buy flights for him. And it was like, okay, what we're not gonna do is buy these expensive flights for a two-year-old. Like, who wants to do that? Um oh, I'm out of camera. Okay. So um we would look for the cheapest flights. And it didn't matter where the flight was flying out of, we would just drive there. Like one time we took a flight that was leaving out of Fort Lauderdale. So we had to drive 11 hours to catch this flight. Um, or we took a flight leaving out of New York. So we had to drive to New York from New Orleans. So, you know, that's a good thousand miles. We had to drive to catch this flight. Um, and we would just go. Uh, yeah. We, it, so I will add that that it's not that, that we would go to places. Um, in the states we would actually go out of the country yes mm -hmm. so we would like go to asia south america mm -hmm. um yeah so and stay in airbnbs and just like just try to figure it out while we was there it, it was <laughs> after a while it was quite nerve-wracking wasn't it it just it was nerve-wracking because when you got there it was like okay was, yeah because and the reason why is because because beforehand beforehand we wouldn't really make any solid plans yeah, right no. so it'll just be like a spur of the moment hey you want to go out the country yeah come on let, let's book a flight and we would just go like on an wow. adventure so yeah. once we get there and then then that's when we would actually start to like plan out what we actually wanted to do once we got there and that it was very very exhilarating um stressful yes but it's, it was very fun um to be basically just be able to say hey you know you just book a flight yeah let's let, let's pick up let's pick a yeah, country or take a road trip yeah like we drove across country plenty of times i can't yeah. even really name how many times we've driven um we to places that i don't even know black people live for real yeah <laughs> such, as, uh, such, as, such as montana yeah. um we yeah. drove uh we drove straight to montana um, you know, we had adventures out there. We got caught in a, in a snowstorm. Oh, yes. Back. Got caught in a blizzard. Was yeah. stranded for three days. It was, yeah, it was yeah. definitely, definitely adventurous. Yeah. Um, but doing things like that have those type of uh, spur the moment type of situations, um, especially earlier on um, in your marriage. Um, they, they can, you know, add that the extra spark. 
to your marriage because now you have memories mm-hmm. and you can always recall these memories and, and yes sir and strong memories that you can always kind of right. lean back on and and just just dwell upon it. even you know in your conversation you know like, hey hey you know you remember remember that time we used to oh, know, right? time, you know we did such and such and we got stranded here or so on and so forth and it just makes life much more fun you know especially when you do things spur the moment everybody isn't built like that so i would not recommend that for everybody. especially with children <laughs> with a child so yeah it, yeah it was it you know it was a thing yeah but, uh, but the type of person i am is that i'm, I'm very security minded so um everything i did i did it with security in mind and and i'm like you know i, I would say i'm, I'm kind of like a like a lion when it comes to my family um, I get, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's a different mindset, different mode of thought. You know, you talking to Brother Orrell, but then my wife can tell you that when it comes to my family is, you know, I'm a whole different person. I'm, you would not recognize me, but, but I would definitely say that, you know, if, if it's better, if you are, if you just get married, and you don't have, uh, you know, many children, if you do have children, yeah. it's better to plan and do things important to, you know, what you're able to do, but right. if you just get married, enjoy life you know go go explore go do things even if you have children for even sure. if you do I but think that's a, a this misnomer that we have that you can't really do too much with your children no 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 so yeah. what i was saying was i was saying that that when you are you know we don't have children really well we don't have children you can kind of have these spur the moment type of situation right you know but the more children you have you have to kind of you have to be able to plan accordingly you know right. you have to say okay well we're going to do this do that do that because you have to make sure that you that everything you do is you have all of your children in mind. Right. But if you don't have yeah. any children or if you do have like one or two children, you kinda do it. But you just you know, you have to kinda you still have to be security minded because sure. we are members of the nation of Islam and we do have to have security at the forefront of everything we do. Right. And if it's just the two of y'all, y'all don't have to eat for real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to count money, y'all, y'all just fast the whole trip. Right. <laughs> If you're going somewhere, you only understand the language, you know, like how are we going to feed? You know, it's yeah. got to be a little bit more intricate with the thinking when you have children. So, um, yes, yeah. ma'am. But that's, that's what we do for fun now. What do we do? Um, well, we just moved. <laughs> um, so we haven't really had much fun. Um, <laughs> we haven't really had much fun uh, doing anything. <laughs> uh so but but once we do i mean you know we we you know we have we just moved in and we're gonna start planning to to do more things once we get yes sir uh, firmly yes sir sure beautiful uh i like that y'all say y'all like to travel it seems like y'all say y'all traveled across the country got stuck in snowstorms it seems like y'all have like your own tv show like a blog y'all should blog right. and travel we should yeah. right yeah, right we and we are the original yeah. people so we shouldn't just travel around the country. We should travel out the country as well, as you said. You know, go to Africa, Australia, Antarctica. I don't know if anybody goes to Antarctica, but uh, <laughs> just travel. Well, well, yeah, well, well, Antarctica was actually one place that I did plan on going, just wow. because. But I agree with you because, like, who goes to Antarctica? Who goes? <laughs> right, right. I'll praise you to Allah, Sister Sabbath. Yes, sir. I just have a quick comment. So we're going to do a double date, myself and my husband and brother Royal, this is Christina, and we're going to go to the Bermuda Triangle, and we're going to fast the whole week, and we're going to come back uh, reading thoughts. So I'm just... 
okay. No skin blown like three times. All right. So, <laughs> so uh, okay, well, that's just my silly personality, y'all. So anyway, <laughs> so the next question is, and um, um, describe the honeymoon stage, if you will. Is it as real for Muslims in the nation of Islam as it is for individuals not registered in the NOI? Does it end? If so, how uh, how would you keep it from ending? Um, so what is your take on that? Ooh. <laughs> uh, oh, anybody? oh, okay. It's when we were engaged, we were about to get married. Um, sisters told me that the honeymoon phase don't exist. Right. They said that's not real. Um, don't don't mess yourself up believing that that's real. Uh, right. But the honeymoon stage comes later on. Um, so you know what? I, I mean, hmm. What do you think I should say about this? So you know, I, I personally, I don't believe in a honeymoon stage. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, even a very logical phase. I think that. When you are first engaging in courtship and you're going into a marriage, it's very important that you don't get caught up on a honeymoon phase because that's almost like that puppy dog love, right? Right, right, right. We don't know each other like that yet. You know right. what I'm saying? If you're courting, you you I mean, come on. Like right. at this at this particular point, what you should be getting to know is if this person, in fact, is a person that you can be with. You know, if they meet all of the qualities that you're looking for, uh, we should just, you should just be at court right now getting the science of whether or not this person is compatible with you. Um, so I personally don't believe in that. Cause I think that once we get into that bushy phase, it's like you're missing a lot of important details about uh, the person that you're marrying, right? So I believe that in the world, yeah, that exists because a lot of, a lot of people date and they've been together for years. So maybe they've been through things and now they're getting married. This is a different phase for them. It's that lovey-dovey phase, like, oh, we're gonna be together forever. Oh my God. That's not necessarily how it worked with us, right? Right. We be getting down to the the nitty-gritty of you know the art or the the um the art of relationships or family building. So we just need to be clear-minded. But I do believe that once um, you have been together and like the minister says, you need to wait at least three years, okay? Because once you're three years in, you have a, a base, a basis, a basic idea of who you're with that you can now develop that love. And um, I don't know, I feel like it's in uh, Dr. Minister Ava's book, Real Love, and she talks about that this whole reality of falling in love is like not real in essence like you build love by going through something with someone right. so if you have that puppy dog love like it ain't real like how do you know for certain that you love this person if you have never been through anything with them to gain that sort of love and i know as a woman that's how you love when they come through for you and you don't have to worry about anything when they take care of you in situations where it's like they didn't come through it it'd be tragic you know what i'm saying so that builds that deep love that through those years and it don't really take that long i feel like 
that you develop into that honeymoon phase. I like to believe y'all. I'm in my honeymoon phase, okay? So <laughs> no, I ain't have it. <laughs> I didn't have it at the beginning, but you know, this is my this is my homie right here, okay? So look, I'm there. Your sister's there now, okay? So yes, <laughs> I, I believe it comes, you know, through time and mm -hmm. in trials mm -hmm. and knowing for certain that this person is the real deal. They're legit. You know, they ain't gonna crumble right. when at the the slightest thing of imperfection. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, that's my opinion. Yeah, so I don't have anything to say to be quite honest. I think that uh I think that Christina, you know, really hit it uh, spot on. Um for me, um we didn't have a quote unquote honeymoon phase. Uh really I I didn't that really wasn't what I was even looking for. I wasn't necessarily, per I'm not saying, every person is different, mm -hmm. right? Some people, they go through the honeymoon phase. They're successful mm -hmm. in, in their marriage. Um, you know, they, they're happy, they're, you know, they're happy, they're joyous, and they're still thriving in their marriage. Other people, they, they don't go through it. So I'm not speaking to everyone. I'm only speaking for us. Mm -hmm. So for me, um, I didn't, I wasn't necessarily that individual who, um, I didn't really believe in a honeymoon phase. I didn't, it wasn't necessarily something that I was, that I really believed in. My thing was, now since we're married, let me go to work to prove myself. And that was more so my, my perspective because I'm more of a show and prove type person. Um, I don't do too much, you know, talking and, and so on and so forth. I mean, I talk, you know, um, but but I don't. I'm not necessarily the type of person who, who likes to, you know, just 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 talk to try to like prove something. Mm. And I feel as though that's kind of like what the honeymoon phase is in many regards. It's kind of just talking to try to like solidify yourself with with your now spouse. Mm -hmm. For me, it was like just watch my actions, and then we're gonna get there. Mm -hmm. Watch me do. Watch me do certain things. Watch me make certain moves. And inshallah, um, because we, we still haven't necessarily even had a quote unquote honeymoon. Right. Um, my wife, I know she wanted to have one, but I felt as though at the right time we would. What is a honeymoon? And um, <laughs> <laughs> did all kind of stuff. I guess was that trip without the children? That don't even exist for me. Like at this point, <laughs> traveling is like crazy. Yeah, they got to come. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, with with me, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily have one, um, a, a honeymoon phase, but if if you are into that, then by all means do it because that's what makes you happy. Mm -hmm. Oh, quick, uh, I know y'all want to know that website. My sister just hit me with the reminder. It's Flight Scanner, right? Flight Scanner. Flight, flight yeah. Scanner. Yeah. One word, right? Okay. All right, got it. Yeah, right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. My husband, right quick. Um, praise be to y'all. I was playing. No, that's a plug. Okay, praise be to Sister Linda and brother. Okay. Y'all gonna have to get used to my personality, y'all. But Sister Linda and brother, um, Clayton, same question. These are pretty. Do you mind repeating yeah, it for me? Definitely. Describe the honeymoon stage. Is it as real 
for Muslims in the Nation of Islam as it is for individuals not registered in NY. Um, does it end? Um, so what is your what are your thoughts on that honeymoon stage? Oh look, we didn't have no honeymoon phase. Honeymoon phase. Um, and really the idea of a honeymoon phase that 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 this person can do no wrong. All this love, 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 love. I think that I I believe that really a honeymoon phase comes after trial because mm. it's after trial, after the overcoming of trial, and after going through stuff. Like right now, I feel like I'm in a honeymoon phase with my husband. I don't feel like it's, it's but it's not a phase. A phase would mean that at some point it's gonna die out, right? right. It's not. Oh. Brother Ryan, you, 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 see, you see the pattern, right? I don't, I don't like it. Pattern. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Every, every time we get to the, the climax of a of a question, man, now you just have to come in and ruin it. He doesn't want to see beautiful black love. This is oh uh, god. Okay, I guess I'll go on with the, the next question. That's fine, sister Savage. Oh, back. oh they're back. They're back. Okay. Praise be to a lot. Go ahead, sister. Okay, do you want? Oh, so yeah, for some reason it keeps kicking us out. I don't know why it's kicking us out, but say, we always had to, we always blame Satan. But um, the honeymoon. So I, that's what I believe. I believe the honeymoon phase comes after uh, the trial and the error, and it's and it's a and it's a state of being. So it's not something that. That is temporary is gonna die out, and I think this world makes it that this idea of I'm so love, I'm so deeply in love with this person, and this person can do no wrong, and then just kissy kissy kissy. So I, I, that's not uh, necessarily reality, right. and I have to uh, agree with Sister Christina when she said that you know this world you date and you go through it because you know they you're not you're taught. You date for years before you even think of marriage. Right. Um, and you go through it for years before you put a ring on your, uh, before, you know, you propose. And if you don't do that, if you decide to get married sooner, well, then you're just being irresponsible as a person. So um, for me, I, for me, I believe, I don't believe in the idea of a honey moon phase and i didn't realize that until i didn't realize until after i was married and i talked i started talking to other married people and the majority of the women that i talked to said that they didn't go through that and i was like what i thought it was just me i thought it was just me i really thought it was just us that um did not go through it but now i feel like we are just we're just i feel like i'm just so much more in love with my husband than i was when i uh then when we first got married and it's now i feel like sometimes i would just catch myself gazing at him from across the room just saying you know i just, I just love you so uh i think the honeymoon i think the honeymoon phase is uh is i feel like it's like a myth you know i feel like it's not really real <laughs> so beautiful beautiful brother clayton same question if you will uh, I'm going to say almost the same thing, almost the same thing, because I think a lot of people have, uh, they think they have this engraved in their mind that they supposed to have this uh, honeymoon phase when they get married. 
Um, and like the brother said earlier, I mean, people are different. And uh, I don't think, I don't recall, I, honestly, I'm not too familiar with what exactly a honeymoon phase is personally, but uh, I just know that after trials or even after hardships, you know, and stuff like that, uh, the first three years is always going to be the, the the hardest, according wow. to this was far kind. So now that we're at that point, uh, I know that I notice that after you get through certain difficulties, or you notice something about yourself that your partner put, point out, after a while, once you overcome that, and you, especially as a man, you overcome your ego, right. uh, you start to adore your partner more. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just that's just like a forever thing, though. That's right. You know, it, up. You know, it, that's what marriages are. You know, so a committed marriage that is. That's what right. it does. So, those are my words. Beautiful. I'm loving how you know we're taking the the uh, uh, this world's criteria of honeymoon phase and put it no it, it it comes after trial you know it comes within marriage not beginning and then ends okay I love that all right brother Ryan any questions from the brother side yes ma absolutely um and before I uh, ask the question uh, we have nine minutes until our next commercial break so if you could my lovely guest squeeze in your answers within a nine minute time frame i know it seems a little hard but i believe you can do it <laughs> Have faith in our praise due to a lot so the question is and that is kind of a heavy question so i don't i'm sorry uh, <laughs> how do you measure the potential in your spouse Mm. How do you measure the potential in your spouse? And we have about nine minutes to answer that between four people. Let's see if we can do it. Uh, praise due to a lot. Brother Clayton and Sister Linda. Would you like to start us off? Awesome. I like um me personally, I now for me, I don't think that you can measure a person's potential because the potential is unlimited. Yeah, it's unlimited. Now you may get a picture or a clue of it, but and and you may love what the, the potential that you see, well, but you can't necessarily measure it because yeah. it's not it don't stop at a particular point, you know. That, that's that's my answer on that. Wow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Sister I Linda. agree. I, I absolutely agree. I, I I can't look at my husband and say, well, this is this is the the limit because I think when you measure it, you it's, you put a limit and a cap on it. And I don't mm-hmm. I, I don't think that you can. And as a person grows and becomes, come on, man. You know what? <laughs> what, what, what you got to say, man? Because I'm about tired of it. <laughs> See, I wanted to throw a, a righteous fit, Brother Ryan, but instead of doing that, we're just going to be mature and go to our next. <laughs> right. Our next right. I was going to do the same thing. It's Ramadan, though. Right. <laughs> brother. So, so Brother Aurel and Sister Christina, same question to you. How do you measure the potential in your spouse? Or how did you measure the potential in your spouse? Yes, sir. Um, so I do see that Sister Linda and Brother Clayton just got on, but I do want to keep it within the nine minute time frame. So I'm going to um, answer this as uh, effectively and efficiently as possible. Yes, um, but I would definitely say that uh, my answer to that would be that um, 
I personally would never measure, try to even attempt to measure the potential um, in my spouse because that's not up for me to do. Um, you know, every time we look at a black man and woman, we're looking at God. So being that we know and understand that, as Brother Clayton said, there is there is no limit. There is no limit to um, to our potential and what we're actually able to do. Um, and so I would never, I don't put limits on myself. So I would never put a limit on, on, on my wife because, you know, when I look at her, I'm looking at God. I'm looking at the, the, the second self of God. So um, so I, I have no, there is no no measurement. I mean, the black man, the woman is the alpha and omega. So that, therefore, you know, the, there is no limits to us. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Sister Christina. Oh, yes, sir. Uh... <laughs> I would agree with that. I think that uh, for me personally, what I, I wouldn't even call it a measurement. I think that in in the eyes of someone that is trying, I think that when we are in line with trying to live this life and, and really trying to align ourselves up with the teachings, as everyone said, it's 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 boundless, right? You you can go as far out um as you desire so i feel like i wouldn't say a measurement but how i saw potential is that you see it through the person the individual's desire to be aligned with a lot if a person is trying to walk a life specifically this one right if they're trying to move within this life and being aligned with this teaching that we've been given by the most honorable elijah muhammad then you know for a fact that this person has no limits, right? Because some of us put limits on ourselves, right? So if you're a person that's putting limits on yourself, the other person can see it, right? You, you can see that, okay, well, this person does have a limit. But I think that if you are seeking a lot, there is no limit. Um, you just see that this person is seeking a lot, so you see greatness. And I think that's more of what you're you're looking at, not so much measuring, but you can see that greatness is in their horizon. So, yes. And so I would also like to add on top of that uh, quickly that I'm like Muhammad. He stated that he stated that whatever your mind can conceive, you can you can achieve. Mm. So whatever, whatever our minds can conceive, we can achieve. So there is no limit. Right. No limit. We're guys. Who is the original mind? The original mind is the Asiatic black mind, the maker, the owner, the cream of the planet, Earth, God of the universe. We don't have any limits, mind. That's Come right. on, now. I love those answers. Beautiful. And we have about four minutes till commercial time. But I know, Sister Linda, you were cut off. Your connection went out. So if you have anything you would like to add before we go to commercial, uh, you can please you can do so at this time. Oh, absolutely no, sir. I mean, I I, I agree. With my husband and sister Christina and her husband, um, that you you can't really put a limit on um, your mate. It would be doing them an injustice. That's it. Yes, ma'am. Facts. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, praise due to a lie, sister Sabbath. I'll give it over to you to let you do the honors, if you don't mind. No, sir, not at all. And again, I'm just I'm loving the camaraderie and the answers yes. on both couples. Oh, a lot. Just it's just been beautiful. So without any further ado, we're going to bring on our next commercial break tech team. You're on. Please stay tuned. Are you prepared if you have to leave your home in case of an emergency? 
With a portable emergency bag, you would have the food, water, and supplies that you would need for a three-day period. Order your portable emergency bag today by calling 770-884-2085. Beautiful praise. We saw a lot. So uh, we're getting ready to close our show. But before, excuse me, uh, Student Regional Minister Abdul Sharif show uh, with us co-moderating this illustrious and well-needed show. However, before we do that, we would like to ask our guest, uh, Minister Sharif's guest, if you have any 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 closing remarks closing statements something that you would like to leave with our guests that are watching from youtube facebook zoom all the platforms anchor <laughs> so that those that are listening in if you would like to leave our guests with anything at all please do so now so we'll go ahead and start off with brother Aurel and sister christina for closing remarks yes ma'am i greatly appreciate that First and foremost, I would like to say that I'm very humbled and grateful to be on your wonderful and illustrious and very powerful and informative um, show. It's, you know, I've had an excellent time. I love um, the exchanges and the, you know, the fun that we've had on, on the show, the information and the wisdom that we've exchanged. Um, so I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, but I well, one thing that I want to leave with you all um, is this is very simple, very, very plain words, but it's very important. Stick to the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. You will never go wrong. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Ever. You will never go wrong. So just stick to it, study the teachings, internalize it, but don't just internalize it. Strive to make it manifest into physical reality because because just internalizing teachings is, is one thing, but striving to make it manifest is another thing. Okay. So right now we, we're in the times of manifestation. So strive to, to make these teachings real because one thing you wanna do is wanna make Masafra Muhammad's word bond. That's right. You know, he came to make us into gods. Now how can he make us into gods if we don't strive to make his word bond by manifesting the teachings? So strive every day, every second of the day, every millisecond mm -hmm. to manifest these teachings and Allah is going to definitely bless you. Beautiful. Beautiful. Praise oh. be to God. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, yes. Echoing off of my husband, um, all of the adjectives, positive adjectives to describe the experience that I've had on your show, on this show, um, it's been amazing. I'm just, you know, so grateful to have even been included. Oh my God, we exist. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so as my husband said, um, you know, follow the teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. You can never go wrong. Uh, relieve yourself of fear. Um, as the minister said in his lecture in, in 1996, I think. Uh, fear, faith, and truth. It's not that you won't be encountered by fear, that fear won't uh, come forth to, towards you, but is what you do after you have encountered said fear. And many times we see fear in our lives and our relationships, and it is important. That's right. You know, we think hard about what we do after we have been encountered and make these teachings manifest. 
because mm -hmm. you know we are striving towards God. Uh, your marriage can manifest that, right? Um, that is the most beautiful thing about marriage um, and its existence is that it is the institution of making manifest what Allah, who came in a person of Master Father Muhammad, intended to do um, mm -hmm. to nation build. We can't do that without family. So it is very important that we make our families the centerpiece under mm -hmm. Allah um, of what we intend to do with our lives. So if you, mm -hmm. you know, uh, if you believe in the teachings, then, uh, you know, make your marriage the centerpiece. Mm -hmm. um, you know, make it the centerpiece of your relationship with Allah. It's, it's really the manifestation of God, the coming together. Um, mm -hmm which makes us God. Yes. So, yes, ma'am. I saw it. Thank you. Well, Lakeum Salam, beautiful. Once again, we have <laughs> Thank you for Wisdom has been amazing. Uh, yeah. Brother Clayton and Sister Linda, any closing remarks? Anything that you'd like to leave with our guests from all platforms? Uh, oh, uh, um, can, can you all hear us? Yes, yes ma'am. Ma Okay, I'm sorry. I just keep on getting kicked out. Um, I just would. I just love having this conversation because it's um, we're dealing with uh, some. Sometimes in marriage, some some subjects are can be taboo, like something like the honeymoon phase. That's something that you know people are not going to really talk about it because you feel weird if you you think that you're the only one that's going through it. So uh, being able to be a little bit uh, transparent about what you're going through. Um, it just is it, you're able to help other people and then you understand like well no you know i'm um i'm not alone in this it's not just me so right. i um appreciate just being able to be participate um i'm just thankful for being able to participate on this platform not just necessarily to give advice i feel like i'm just I'm, i ain't been married long enough to be talking about y'all come sit and listen to my advice right, but right, right. my experience um what has helped me um be able to be married for you know three years um it's not a lot but you know it's something so you know it's all praises due to a lot to be able to uh, be on this platform and to have to for for this platform being just being here in existence beautiful, beautiful. brother clay any closing remarks um my closing remarks will be just something simple Anybody who is thinking about marriage, uh, particularly for brothers, uh, just make sure that you actually know what you want in life and what you want to do in life before you get married. Right. That way that you will be able to, it helps you actually find a partner that you want. Because if you don't know what you want and you find somebody that has conflicting uh, lifestyle than yours or goals than yours, then that's usually what tears things apart unless of course y'all work something out yeah. uh so that's all i'll say uh to the brothers is make sure you find exactly what you want in life yes, peace peace yes sir beautiful we want to thank you once again on behalf of student southern regional minister abdul sharif muhammad the spearhead of this amazing male and female relationship series. And without any further ado, we would like to uh, bring on student assistant regional minister, David Muhammad, to bring on closing uh, statements 
from our Sudan Regional Minister, Abdul Sheikh Mohammed. Brother David, back to you, sir. Oh, praise is due to Allah. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, I bear witness that there is no God but Allah and that the most honorable Elijah Muhammad is his messenger, Messiah, the exalted Christ. And that the honorable minister Farrakhan is certainly the anointed one in our midst today. I would like to greet um, all of our listeners um, and our wonderful guests with the greeting words of peace, as we said in the Arabic language, assalamu alaikum, peace be unto you. I just want to say on behalf of uh, student regional minister, Abdul Sharif Muhammad, thank you, thank you, thank you to our wonderful guests for such a, a wonderful uh, presentation. Thank you for opening yourselves up and sharing of your experience and your study of the life-giving teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. It was so good seeing the children as well. I think this is all about the family and building strong families, so beautiful. Thank you, sister, for... <laughs> and sisters for, you know, maneuvering and, and, and everything. So thank you uh, once again on behalf of Minister Sharif, you know. And so, you know, this is uh, very important for us to really reflect on um, how to build a strong family unit, how to build strong marriages. And so we, we pray to Almighty God Allah that uh, our viewers, you benefited from the information that was shared today. And don't forget to support Rise Magazine and all of the businesses that you saw advertised today uh, during the commercial and that you'll see again in the closing commercial. There you go, Brother Ryan. I, and I just yes, want to thank our co-moderators. Sister Sabbath and Brother Ryan did an excellent job today. Thank you, thank you, thank you to the whole team. And once again, I greet you in the greeting words of peace on behalf of Minister Sharif. Assalamu alaikum. Yes, sir. Walaikum salam. Thank you, Brother David, for those beautiful words on behalf of our student regional minister, Brother Abdul Sharif Muhammad. And if our tech team can go ahead and bring on the closing commercial, and if our audience can stick around, because after a commercial, we will end out in prayer. Assalamu alaikum, peace be unto you, and thank you for tuning in to today's edition of the Male and Female Relationship Series. It is our sincere prayer that something was said to benefit you in your spiritual growth and development and to serve as guidance for our relationships during these troubling times. This series is sponsored by Supreme Spring Water. Live Supreme, be Supreme, drink Supreme Spring Water. Call in your order today at area code 800 Five seven three eight zero three three and Rise Magazine. Rise to the peak of greatness. To subscribe or advertise, visit our website at www.risemagazineco.com. We also invite you to log on to www.abdulsharif.com where you will find the most recent books written by our host and moderator, Abdul Sharif Muhammad. Log on and get your personal copy of Is the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan Divinely Guided and Is He Connected to the Wheel? And A Soldier in the Movement of Christ. Also, The Great Ambassador of Love, a book of rare photos that chronicles a soldier's journey with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. 
Once again, we thank you for being a part of tonight's conversation, and we invite you every Saturday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. for more of the Male and Female Relationship Series. Until then, we leave you with the greeting words of peace, of assalamu alaikum, or peace be unto you. To every word I say, every word I say, And we're back. Family almost caught me dancing. <laughs> so if you enjoyed what you've seen today with our episode, you can always go back and rewatch it on our Facebook page, Male and Female Relationship Series, and our YouTube page, Male and Female Relationship Series. And you can also share it as well. Even though the show is over, you can still share it and give it to somebody else to watch. Never know who it can help. Uh, and also, after the show, we will update or upload this episode to our Anchor podcast. And our Anchor podcast also distributes the podcast to different uh, places, such as Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and things like that. So be on the lookout for that if you want to listen to the podcast version. If you're like driving somewhere, traveling, never know. You can just pop in your earbuds, headphones, turn it on in your car, and just listen to it. All praise is due to Allah. So, family, at this time, we're going to close out as we opened up, and that's in prayer. So please assume a position of prayer most comfortable for you, and we pray. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, all praise is due to Allah, the Lord of the worlds, the Beneficent, the Merciful, Master of the Day of Requital, thee do we serve, and thee alone do we beseech for help. O Allah, guide us on the right path, the path of those upon whom thou hast bestowed favors, and not the path of those upon whom thy wrath has been brought down, nor those who go astray after hearing thy teachings. Amen. Assalamu alaikum and Ramadan Mubarak family. <laughs>